0: I just want to invest in people that really want to be the best that they can be. Hello, everyone. It's Todd Screamin'. I've got the lovely Robin, mom boss, lovely Robin (laughs) Lavasser, and we've got uh, the goat, Jimmy Reed. So uh, we're doing a podcast today for loan officers, and it's about one of the very basics in the mortgage business that I would say less than 3% of all loan officers do. And to me it's one of the top 4 things you have to do and it's called mastering the professional loan presentation. So <clears throat> what this so I'll give my context on this and I'm going to turn it over to Robin and Jim. Years ago ba- back in 1994, 95, um, for those that may remember, there was a gentleman around named Joe Stump. Joe Stump owned a company called Buy Referral Only. And what he would do is he would uh, put on a 2-day um, you know, kind of classroom style, there might be 500 people at an event. And they would do all kinds of things like how to get business, how to develop rapport, time management, you know, kind of how to run a business. And I went there, I'm about a year and a half into my career, maybe two years. And they did, they made a big deal about this loan presentation. And when I first heard about it, I'm sitting in the audience and I'm like, Well, I just asked name, address, phone number, you know, social, you know, take a loan application. And uh, then, so I thought it was kind of silly. And then, but I'm super coachable. So when I'm into something, I just, I literally just do whatever they say and do. And so I said, they gave me this little packet on what to say. And I came home and I practiced it. And then the following week, I started using it. And all of a sudden, I noticed that uh, the benefits were, I knew what to say. This may this is kind of subtle. I knew what to say, so I was more focused on like their body language, and 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 I could focus more because I I wasn't trying to make up stuff. I just had a kind of this canned presentation. I noticed I developed a lot stronger rapport. I noticed I personally enjoyed. The present Because a lot of the presentation has to do with asking them questions and really getting to know them, not just being an order taker. And I got shopped a lot less. In other words, once they got into contract, I kept the loan. And <clears throat> that's probably the biggest financial benefit. I think over the years, either people never have learned this or they, they've they heard of it, but they don't ever take the time to develop the process around it. It's pretty simple, um, but maybe, Robin, you can give us an overview what do they actually cover? Or maybe Jimmy can cover that because I've not given it. I I mean, I probably gave it 3,000 times. I've not given it in several, several years. I could pump that out right now and do it verbatim. I did it that many times. I'll
1: I'll jump in before Robin and just say this, Todd. It's not that they don't do it or, or, excuse me, it's not that they haven't heard of it. It's that loans were so easy to get for so long that they got in the habit of skipping it And so now they really believe they don't need it, except for the fact that you keyed on, which is we are all getting shopped to death. I talked to one of the top loan officers at one of the number one mortgage companies in Texas, Legacy, and she lost 10 loans in one week. 10. Now She has a big business, does a lot of builder business, um, but that's a lot of revenue, man. And so that's the why on this professional presentation is it keeps people don't shop as much. Period. That's the why. Anyways, go ahead, Robert. Sorry about that.
2: No, I I could feel you wanting to jump in, Jimmy, and I knew you'd have something valuable to say. I think I think it's really interesting. Um, to that, like, you know, we've had people in our in our company literally doing really well. Shockingly, they follow a process and do a professional loan presentation, and some that are very frustrated. And I will tell you, in our branch. of the time when we lose a deal, they skipped a step on a professional loan presentation. And so I don't think it's kind of important. I think it is the number one thing that you can do for your clients. It also elevates you in general. And I think that's one of the things where people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, our egos want to tell us we've got it ourselves. We'll remember everything. Well, you know, I used to literally sit in front of myself. I had about 20 boxes that reminded me to cover every single one of them. And what I loved about that sheet was not only did I check them off, and I would sometimes tell the client, You'll see me looking down. I want to make sure I don't miss any points that we need to cover. And then as I checked all of them later, if the borrower said, Well, Robin never told me that, I could say, Yes, I did. Because I, I I follow this, not in an argumentative way, but just in that hey, this is what we're, you know, this is what I was covering. Ah, Jimmy, it looks like he's got one, too. I love it. Um, you
1: talked about Todd remembering it. No, dude, it's on writing. I have it out in front of me when I do it, so I don't miss anything.
2: Yeah. And Jimmy, if you don't have it in front of you, is it fair that we get off track and all of a sudden it's time For to sure. go or it's, and we For skip sure. a few things and then we're like, gosh, darn it. Now we're incomplete, and then that for sure is the loans that have problems, that maybe have shopped, that didn't feel that we did a comprehensive job, or, or there's confusion going to the next step, and I always attribute it back to what I said and did during my time to be the professional.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I, I we, were ta- we were counting up my loans the other day, and we estimated I did over 10,000 loan presentations. That's a lot. I am an old man. It's been 27 years, but that's a lot of pre-approvals, right? So, yeah, to your point, Todd, even though I've done that many, I pull this out every single time, every single time, every single time, whether they're sitting in front of me, which is what I prefer, or with COVID, we started doing my video like this, which has its pluses and minuses because I can do it really fast. Like I can get in front of them the same day or the next morning, so that's really cool. Um, there's not quite as much as rapport i don't think so i prefer the face-to-face um but it's it's a close two but even in either either situation i have to follow that guide that that story right what do i do first what do i do second what do i do third and i can keep them moving instead of letting them take me on a tangent and then i look up and my appointment time slots over so i end it but i haven't built rapport i haven't d- uncovered a need i haven't filled it i haven't told them i haven't told them all the things they need to know so yeah it's a very important
0: so, Jimmy, can you can you give us uh, I know to actually do the presentation takes 10, 15 minutes, you know, if they're if it's not interactive. But could you give us a high level overview like, hey, uh, you know, this page covers this and then I then we cover this and then we cover this. Can you kind of go through in sequence how you learn to do it?
1: Yeah, but I want Robin to do it first. Robin, oh, really she oh. just recorded this video and she did a great job. Is it OK if I defer?
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, so, did you post that on YouTube yet?
2: I no, I but it did get. My, sent out mine's on
1: YouTube. If you Google Jim Reed, you'll find it. It has my five, six stories. But Robin did a great job. So, uh, have, if it's okay, have her do it, and then I'll jump in on the things I might do slightly yeah. different.
2: Yeah, for me, for me, I always review with the client that 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 there are four major things. that well, I hold on, girl. To
1: First thing is what.
2: Build rapport rapport, and edify the referral source.
1: Triangle for trust is number one. First thing. Tell me how you met Todd again. Oh, I just walked into an open house and Todd was there working the open house. Wow, are you lucky. You know anything about Todd? You know how long he's been doing real estate? No, he's been doing real estate 30 years. If I bought a house in Arden Park, I'd use Todd. You're super lucky. What did he say about me? He told me if I was going to do a loan, I had to use you because you were super honest. Wow, he you trust me with you, that means a big deal to me. You can trust me too. I promise I'll be totally upfront and honest with you about what I can do and what I can't. Sound good? And you see him go, (sighs) ah.
2: Yeah, I think think the most important thing that you just did, Jim, was close that triangle for trust in the sense people think they do it by going, oh, who were you referred by? Oh, so-and-so. Oh, I love them. And you move on. It's a huge miss to not do. If you're listening to this, rewind, write it down. Listen to what Jimmy just said over and over again. He literally does it perfectly. And if it's an awkward thing, you know, Jimmy, what would happen if somebody said, I don't really know Todd all that well. And he said, just to call you.
1: Well, you're pretty lucky. How long have you been looking for a house? Six months. And you lucked into meeting Todd's grandma? Yeah. So when you met him. What did you think about him when you first met him?
2: Uh, It was brief at an open house and he was great and told me to get a hold of a lender and that he would want to work with me. He seemed really great.
1: It feels to me like you probably trusted him at some level. Otherwise you wouldn't have called me and met with me. And I can tell you that your intuition is right. I've done business with Todd for 22 years and he's, I'll tell you something special about him. If he doesn't think you should buy the house because of the neighborhood Or because of the price, he'll tell you. I don't know very many realtors like that. Most of them are looking to get the next paycheck. But you can trust him to take care of you and your family. And because he entrusted me, I don't know if I told you this yet, but I get 100% of my business by referral. The only way I can take care of my family is to take really good care of you so Todd keeps referring me. You can trust me too.
2: So if you guys are listening to this and not watching, you'll see Jim's body language literally lean in as he's saying something important, lean into the conversation. Those Kinds of things matter, even a professional loan presentation, right? The energy level that you bring, the eye contact that you make, the way that you present to a client, the pause that you do during the process. So for me, yes, triangle of trust, we start everything out. And then I'll go into the four most important things that I want them to keep in their mind the entire time. And I will let them know that at the end, we'll put them in order of importance. And so the four things for me are total monthly payment, total cash out of pocket. The house itself, which I tend to spend the most time on, is the house, the house, the house really talking and digging around all of those things. I love it because you can take those notes around the house and give them to the realtor and often find things that the realtor didn't even know, um, which makes you another valuable resource. You also can realign a borrower's expectations and realtors are often not strong at that because they feel like it's confrontational and so they're not willing to do it where you can do it as the professional and that helps them make sure they're not wasting time and really getting the right alignment with a borrower. And so, you know, I'll use things like, Hey, the realtor's likely going to tell you to make an offer over asking in this market. Let's talk about what that means and why they would say it. And, And so we, we, we talk about lots of things around the house. And then the very last thing is the interest rate by the end, after we cover all of those things, and you'll notice, I didn't say down payment. I hit this point a lot, total cash out of pocket. There's a huge difference in a borrower's mind of down payment and total cash out of pocket. And that's a big miss in proper expectation setting with a client when you're not using words that are really true in their mind. So if you say, how much money do you wanna put down? And they say $20,000 and then their total cash to close comes in at 28,000, they think you didn't listen. The truth is you just didn't set a proper expectation. And so educating in those moments, um, as far as the, the actual interest rate, Once we put them all in order, literally nine times out of 10, the borrower puts interest rate at number four or three in the order, not at number one or two, but only if you've done it the right way. So if they stay on rate, I know that I'm not thorough enough on my other processes and I have to challenge it, but I don't let them rest there or they're going to leave me regardless, right? If Ray is it, I know in that moment that maybe I don't need to spend as much time with them because for sure they're going to leave. So, then I'm not sad when I pre-approved them, did all the work, got them their accepted offer and they bail.
0: So triangle for trust, which includes closing the triangle, the four components and putting them in order. What's next?
2: For me, it's an expectations email wrap-up. Um, so I send to the realtor with the borrower on it an expectations email wrap-up. I also to do a call to the agent, obviously. But but in addition, I like things in writing. I prefer it, as a matter of fact, so that we're, you know, borrowers in those moments, they hear a lot of things. They, they literally jumble what you said potentially or the realtor jumbles jumbles what you said i like it to be really clear not only to all of them but to my internal team how the conversation went what we all agreed upon i even like to recap it for the borrower this is how i'm going to recap this and so I do that, and then we send them out, and then follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up from there. Um, and every time we talk to the borrower about a house, we get back out our four most important things in order and make sure that house is in alignment with the puzzle that we had just already started building for the client.
0: Okay. Jim, uh, other components that you have in yeah. your presentation?
1: Yeah, for me, uh, it's, it's similar, but it, it's, it's slightly different, right? So I try to go for trust. Um, I tell them the story about two-way street. We do business on a two-way street, which means I'm going to be totally upfront and honest with you about what I can do and what I can't. And what I need for you to do is be hundred percent honest with me, which you've already been. I get hundred percent of my business by referral and it's the only way I know how to do it. So I just, I just let them know that's how I got my business. So later on I can program them more for referrals, right? I don't program them the first time I bring it up. My next step is so. First step is trying over trust. Second step is two-way street. Third step is education, which is her four store her four points. I do there's three kinds of loans in America: government insured, conventional, and jumbo. That's it. There's three ingredients: cash, credit, and income. And I talk about total cash, comfort zone for payments, and I explain cash, credit, income. I mean, I go pretty detailed. Like, it's, it's for me, it's super important because it, it it gets rates out of the way in a different way that she did it. So I'm like, hey, if you compare and contrast the two, government loans are 0 to 3.5% down. Conventional are usually 10% down or more. I know that there's 3% down conventional. I don't tell them. Right? Because those are harder to get. Con- on credit, FHA, 1640 or higher. They will go lower, but they start to charge way higher rates. Conventional, 1740 or higher. They also will go lower, but their rates get a lot higher a lot faster. Does that make sense? And they go, uh-huh. And then I say, we can spend 41% of your income on an FHA loan towards your house payment plus your bills. And conventional, it's 38%. I know I can do conventional at 45 and higher, guys. I pre approve them at 38. And they call me on the weekend and say, I know we're pre-approved for 600, but can we do 610? I go, oh, let me check. I put them on pause. I play with my kid for a few minutes. I come back. Yeah, you're good. Because I qualify them more conservatively, right? People miss that one a lot. Um, and then the, and then after I've educated them, I say, which one are you? Which one do you think you are? And they go, they look at each other. Uh, we could be conventional, but we think maybe FHA now that you explain it. Why? Well, we have a gift lined up, but we'd rather not use it. Okay. Let's check it out together and see which one you are. And then I go through and I underwrite their loan right in front of them. I look at their docs and do all of it. doesn't take me very long. After that's done, I tell them the airplane story. Hey, getting by in a house is, is like an airplane. Have you ever missed an airplane? You ever been at the airport and missed a plane? Am I the only one? Have you guys missed a plane? You know what's funny about that? There's another one coming. So if you miss a house, don't freak out. There's another one coming. My job is the pilot. I'm going to get you through this flight. There's going to be some turbulence. I'll call you and tell you about it, and I'll tell you what we're going to do to solve it, and I'll get you to the finish line, and we will land the plane. When that happens, you'll have questions. Call us and ask them. Don't call the realtor and ask them. Don't ask your friends. Call us and ask them, and we will take care of you. Can we agree on that? Big deal, right? Because when they're upset, they call the realtor. But I just at least got them to go, hey, I'll call you when they get upset. So I do the airplane story. Go ahead, Todd. Looks like you're going to jump in there. No, go ahead and finish. Yeah, he's dying. And then I do tell them, uh, so that's the turbulent story, and I tell them this process is painful. I'm going to ask you for too much stuff, and it's going to feel like I asked you for the same thing more than once. When that happens, it's normal. So we're trying to talk someone into giving you $500,000. That's a lot of money. And though it seems like it should be easy, it's not easy. And so we're going to ask you for a lot of things. We're going to do our best to only ask you three different times, but it's probably going to be four or five. Is that okay? And they say, okay. As long as I tell them up front, they say, okay. Or they say, why is that? And I'll say, good question. Because government loans are insured by the government and conventional loans are regulated by the government. And have you been watching the TV? They don't really have their act together right now. And so that's why it's such a weird process because what they ask us for changes often.
2: So you very much brain surgeon clothes, Jimmy, you lots of knowledge there showing them. I mean, and and you guys either direction of any of this, I was talking to a loan officer the other day and he was like, Hey, I heard some really good things from you on the loan presentation. I heard some really good things from so-and-so and And now my head's spinning. And I'm like, here's the point. You have to do what's comfortable for you, but you do need a system and a presentation that's working. And if it's not working, you got to work on some tweaks to make it happen. That's exactly right. Like, you know, you could use Jim, Entire system, you might say, I want to clash a little Robin with a little Jim. You could say, I want to add a little bit of mine that I know works for me and take both of them. There's not a a wrong way to do it, but there are steps that are, you know, that you're potentially skipping if you're getting frustrated or shop too much. Jimmy, I think one of the most valuable things you said is a lot of people miss setting proper expectations and they think proper expectations is telling somebody exactly what's going to happen, I would say setting proper expectations, and I think you would agree, is setting an expectation that's worse than what you know will happen so that for sure you look better in those moments. And that's a huge takeaway from what you just did. There's an
1: easy way to jump over the bar. That's to set it really, really low.
0: Yes. Uh, so guys, let us uh, let me summarize this in a couple ways. First of all, uh, I know my two-step, or excuse me, my loan presentation is on YouTube. Jimmy's is. Uh, I don't know if Robin has one. Um, so you can Google that stuff. There's visual aids that go with this process. They're very simple, but you should be able to get some of those uh, by watching YouTube. The other thing I would say is um, <clears throat> I was doing this presentation for about two years, and Uh, I I always did a lot of loan applications at the office and I always did a lot, um, if I could, in the realtor's or builder's office. So I had mastered this presentation. I got my visual aids, you know, and this realtor said, hey, um, uh, can you meet the clients at my office? We're running behind. We just got done looking at homes. I said, I'll be right down. So I go in this glass office and the realtor says, hey, do you mind if I set in um, for a little bit? And I got the client's permission. I said, no, I busted my loan presentation. And of course I've done it at this time, you know, a couple hundred times and I did it right in front of her. And I got into all this stuff and we got done clients left. That realtor comes up to me and says, I can see why you're the man. They say, I do you do that every, every time? Do you do that?
1: Every- a- they're like, do you do that every time? I'm like,
0: yeah. Dude. Yes. That they're, 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 they're shocked. Because it's so well done. You develop so much rapport. It's so well explained. That's the magic. That's called demonstration selling when you do that. When someone watches you do something or they feel it or sense it do that presentation in front of yes. your realtors. It's magic, 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 magic. And it's you know realtors don't
2: think process. we actually work, you guys. You know realtors don't think that there's that much to do, right? They think we give all the work away to our assistant or make the borrower do all the work and then we just push paper. We had a realtor come to work for us in our office that got out of real estate and as a lender. And she said, if I only would have known all those loans that I did close with you, how much goes into it. So I think that demonstration selling is a big value add. And just get on the same page type of atmosphere.
1: Yeah, 100%. I'm gonna tell you guys how to end your presentation real quick because you kind of I, I want to have one more step that I want to teach them and then we can wrap up. At the end of the presentation, you grab your business card and you say, Hey Todd and Robin, how do you guys feel after all this stuff we've gone over? How do you feel? I feel great. You did such a great job,
0: man. I was so nervous, but I feel so good right now. Nice, Robin. How do you feel?
2: Overwhelmed, but excited, and I trust you.
1: Good. That's what they usually say, almost word for word. So I say, cool, I need a favor. Can I ask you guys one favor? Sure. On the way home, I need you to call your realtor and let them know you're ready to start looking for a house. And if you feel like we've taken a great care of you, would you mind telling them that as well? Because remember, when we first sat down, I told you I get all my business by referral, and I really need them to keep referring me. Love it. And I hand them my card with the agent's name and number on the back and mine on the front. So they have one card with both our numbers on it. I'm telling you, you will get phone calls from the agents. Wow, I just heard from the Smiths. Great job. That's how you Love do it. it. Yes.
2: Look yeah. at yeah. that Everybody one hard People are like, oh, my trick. God.
1: Oh, my God, Todd, I have so many consultations. I can't do my lunch and learn. Wow. Dude, sell from the consultation, bro. That's what the whole lunch and learn was
0: about. You, you did it. Now do the yeah. presentation. Stop skipping it. Sell through the process. Sell through the process. I love it. Listen, guys, we want to keep these at around 20 minutes or shorter. Uh, Jim, Robin, thank you very much for imparting your knowledge. Guys, take this stuff to the bank. This will make your career. It's shocking. It's shocking. Listen, from a dollar standpoint, let's say that a, a loan officer does 50 loans a year. You'll do five to 10 more loans closed because of this. So do the math. It's it's a lot, a lot of money. So take care of yourself. Take care of your families. Thank you, guys. Talk to you soon, guys. If you liked this episode of the Be Your Best series with Todd Screema make sure to register for new episode notifications at www.beyourbestseries.com.
2: And don't forget to leave a five-star review and share this series with someone you
0: want to be their best. Send an email with any questions or comments to beyourbest at summitfunding.net. Summit Funding Inc. NMLS ID three one nine nine Equal Housing Opportunity. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.